This is Garden Plots with Skeletor, the podcast that takes you from plant peon to plant perfection. I, Skeletor, will push you to the heights of gardening greatness, and you will follow my every order to the letter and know the meaning of botanical bounty. So, how did Perfuma like your plants? You promised us an update. She was, of course, suitably impressed with my prowess in the garden. Prowess, huh? Yes. And while I was out there, I noticed an enterprising plant, which brings us to feral foliage. I refer to the dandelion, which I found trying to blend in among my black-eyed Susans. A dandelion? Didn't you have, you know, more interesting stuff going on? Riley, gardeners and overlords must both have the same vigilance toward potential invaders. It is one of the many commonalities between the two, and why I am so good at both. Now, the dandelion is quite a resilient and dangerous enemy. It needs just the merest toeholds, the tiniest rootlet, and then it will grow and reproduce with such speed and alacrity that it will edge out other plants before you can mount a successful counter-strike. Of course, the dandelion itself can be a useful plant, All parts of the plant are edible, and they will frequently contribute to salads, wine, or a jaunty flower crown. However, it can easily take over anywhere you are not prepared to constrain it. This was a hardy dandelion making do with the barest amount of light shaded by the sizable leaves of its neighbors in cramped conditions lacking any attention. And yet, it took hold of the opportunity before it and rooted itself amidst its competitors, unafraid of their power. I was moved by its tenacity. Of course, I still ripped it out immediately. Ouch. That got dark fast. I gave it the dignity of a near equal and according honors. I like to give all of my dandelions the funeral rites of a fallen warrior. Really? Well, it is basically just burning the weed pile, but it is done with respect. Oh! Oh, it is podcasting time, is it? I completely forgot. Evil Lynn, what are you doing here? Just checking in to see if we have any information about plants and people. Plant people. Have we learned anything yet, Riley? Not yet. Why would you come in to learn about plants if you say that you forgot we were recording? Did I say that? I don't recall. Well, I'll leave you two to talking, learning things, asking questions, getting information about what happens in gardens. Ta. Hmm. Yes. I am a naturally suspicious person, I know, but there is clearly something going on. Riley? What? Nothing. I think you were talking about your garden and all the things you discovered there the other night, being all feral and foliage and stuff. Uh... No, that was all. I was about to talk about buying transplants. It is May, and therefore the time of year when you are the proud overlord of a kingdom of seedlings. Now, for those of you that are arriving late to the podcast, or who are simply negligent nincompoops, you may not have any seedlings. I will pause for a moment while you appropriately berate yourself for your myriad failings. While they're berating, tell me... How does Perfuma feel about seedlings? Is she interested in maybe having seedlings at some point down the road? I'm sure her feelings on them are positive. Seedlings are a boon to the life of any gardener. Yeah, she seems like she'd be really good with seedlings. A little weird, but good. 
She seems weird with most things, so I suspect you may be right about that. Listeners, if you are the sort of idiot that didn't plant seedlings back in February and March, and I suspect that you are, then there is one single path open to you if you want to know vegetable satisfaction come harvest. You must buy your seedlings from a trusted plant purveyor. Not all nurseries are created equal. Not all plants are even offered at most nurseries. So if you are content with a garden overrun with mealy tomatoes and some feeble eggplants, then this is your best option. It is a bad option, and you should, of course, be ashamed of it, but it's better than having no garden at all. You're going to be tempted to look for the largest seedlings. Wrong. The largest seedlings are large because they've likely been competing for light and will therefore be more spindly and possibly even root-bound. Smaller seedlings are far more likely to survive the shock of going from adequate care to your own care, the quality of which likely falls somewhere below abysmal. Examine the leaves. If they appear mottled, then the plant very likely has a nutrient deficiency that, I assure you, you are unqualified to diagnose and remedy. Seedlings that are expected to produce any kind of vegetable yield need to be at the peak of health. Think about it like hiring minions. You wouldn't hire a minion that was sickly, would you? If they were sniffing constantly? If they appeared ashen and drawn? No! You want strong, healthy minions that can do your botanical biddings. Unlike that blast attack fellow who fell apart at the slightest provocation, I knew that was his... Well, power seems like too strong a word, but the, the novelty of an exploding minion wears off surprisingly quickly. Regardless, he's no longer with us. Well, parts of him are. And finally, it is not enough to simply glance at the top of your prospective seedlings. Check the roots. If they appear anything other than white and firm, put the seedling back. Then immediately report that plant purveyor to me so I can add them to my list. List of what? I better not be on this list. You are not. For now. I will not reveal the details of the list, but I will say that it does contain the phrase Curse of the Permanent Hangnail. Hello! I just made these muffins and thought you two might like some. You did not make muffins. Well, Merman made them, but I took them from him and brought them here. They've got nuts and... Dates. Isn't it interesting what can happen with a date? Do you know anything about dates, Riley? Nope. Don't know a thing about dates, but I have been trying to learn. Why are you two being so cagey? These muffins are poisoned, aren't they? Absolutely not. Though, come to think of it, what an interesting idea. Well, you're up to something. Take a note from me to punish you later. And get out of here! Leave the muffins. Riley, you eat one first. Since I have already been rudely interrupted, we may as well move on to another interruption. It is time to read a listener question for Leave It To Me. Dear Mightiest Skeletor, I have a garden near the Evergreen Forest, and while it's very beautiful... There are problems with garden pests. Birds, squirrels, even a few deer. They've destroyed a few of my plants and I'm worried it's only going to get worse when harvesting time rolls around. I don't want to hurt them, but I don't want them to eat my garden either. Help? 
signed Feuding with Fauna. Yes, feuding, it's true. May is when you can expect the return of the more aggressive grazers to your gardens. Deer, squirrels, birds, the occasional purple-crested swamp hopper, all of them will come to steal from your hard work. And good for them. They have already learned that the best way to succeed is to cheat. Why should they labor to grow their own sustenance when you have done it for them? Uh, I don't think they're trying to cheat anyone. Then you vastly underestimate the malicious cunning of squirrels. I may be an evil genius villain of extraordinary magical might, but even I must recognize a worthy foe when we meet upon the field of battle. Squirrels? Squirrels are worthy foes? Until you have looked into their beady eyes and seen the diabolical twitch of their whiskers as they contemplate the havoc they're about to wreak on your tomatoes, you will not know their true power. Now, to deal with pests, you require several things. First among them is the knowledge of which culprits you are dealing with. Not all pests are deterred by the same things. Deer, for example, are not especially impressed by scarecrows. Even if you did spend all day getting Trapjaw to practice his most terrifying expression. The most effective way by far is to keep a rotating guard of minions watching your plants at all times. Although it has been brought to my attention that not everyone possesses minions. I'm not sure why not. I admit good help is hard to find, but the lack of quality minions is not a reason to forego them. They are handy for target practice, if nothing else. For deer and other ground-based pests, a sturdy fence is ideal. Failing that, including a few plants poisonous to deer in your garden will deter them. They will recognize the plants and take the hint that their freeloading is not welcome. I don't think Perfuma would be into you planting deer poison. And why would I care what Perfuma is into? Are you sure you wouldn't care? Mighty Skeletor. Clawful was wondering about the date for the next staff meeting. It's not on the upcoming events calendar. Riley, do you know about the date? No, I'm trying, okay? Why are you asking Riley? Riley isn't in charge of scheduling. More importantly, why are you interrupting? If you are running a scheme of some sort that isn't directly related to your duties as a minion, we will be discussing it in your performance review. Now get out! You know, I will. But I'm taking the muffins back. What has gotten into you both? You know what? I don't actually care. I only care that it stops. Moving on, squirrels and birds are some of the most challenging pests to deter. Your best hope is a covering over your plants in the form of netting or other barrier. If you refuse to adequately enclose your garden, then you can try a strong scented oil made of hot peppers or peppermint. Your success with this will depend entirely on how diligently you reapply it. Now, unless you want your zucchini to taste of mint, or you are okay with your arugula tasting of hot peppers, do not spray any part of the plant that you intend to consume. Unless it is a decoy and you are setting a trap for a minion who has perhaps been munching on the occasional tomato while quote-unquote guarding your plants. I can't prove it, but I know it was you, Trapjaw. No one is permitted to stand in my garden, hand on hip, looking out at the bounty that nature provides and pensively bite into a tomato, feel its sun-ripened sweetness flood their mouth, and feel as one with the natural world, except me! I am that person! Is that a thing you do often? 
as often as my busy overlording and conquering Eternia schedule allows. Don't you think it would be better if you had someone to do that with? Maybe Perfuma? Why are you so obsessed with Perfuma? Did she ask you to try and get her a job here? I am not accepting minion applications at this time. What? No, it's just you hung out with her. You don't hang out with anyone. I thought maybe you were going to have a friend, like a normal person would. Or maybe a special friend? I believe I have made my feelings on friendship very clear. Fine. A person you don't actively hate that you can spend time with. Hmm. Sounds suspicious. Look, how did hanging out go? It was adequate. Although I'm pretty sure Perfuma did try to kill me at the end. Really? Damn it, are you sure? Because of the things I would suspect Perfume of trying to do, that's pretty far down the list. Well, if you were as powerful and evil as I am, you just come to expect these things. Most of my visits with people end that way. And don't curse, Riley, it's a sign of a feeble mind. Fine, Grandpa. I thought she was just gonna try to smooch you. Oh, <laughs> Riley. You naive child. Smooches are the 14th most common assassination tool. How would that even work? Knife to the back, mostly. Of course, poison is popular, too. Poison perfume, poison pill hidden in the cheek, poison lip gloss. Perfuma could have had any of them. So she did try to smooch you? Yes, but Skeletor is too smart to be taken in by such an attempt on my life. As you see, I was on to her. She kept trying to get closer when we were walking, but I kept a good distance. I ran into a tree once, but she still didn't corner me. Until we got to the corner of the garden. Which is literally a corner. I didn't think that part through. I'm still not getting threat on my life from this. She dared to insult me to my face. She grabbed my hand, looked up at me, and said, I was very nice, secretly kind, and completely wonderful. Such slander could only have malicious intent. Then she leaned in for the kill. Oh, yeah, that sounds super dangerous. How on earth did you ever escape her trap? So I yelled, I am not nice, I am not kind, and I am not wonderful. And then I ran away. You ran away? Yes, with dignity. I mean, you didn't literally run run, did you? Like a sprint? Well, it wasn't a leisurely jog, if that's what you are asking. How else could I possibly express my physical dominance but to sprint away at full speed, effectively negating any hope that she might be able to catch me? Too fast! Skeletor cannot be caught! I am nimble like the swiftest bunny of the field! Bunny? They are very fast! I can't believe you literally ran away from your date. Damn it! Well, I didn't have a jetpack stashed nearby, so I had no choice but to sprint from my... My... Wait, hold on. What?! From your date. That wasn't a date. That was totally a date. How could you possibly think it was a date? It was just two magic users with common interests and good rapport taking a late night stroll through a vibrant spring night charged with possibilities. That is nothing like a date at all. What? She said, I'd love to take a walk and keep talking. That is absolutely a date. And then she tried to hold your hand and go in for a kiss. That's ridiculous. How was I supposed to know? The word date was never used even once. Of course it wasn't. Have you never been on a date before? What? Why? You? How dare? I mean, of course I have, but 
they were all very clearly defined as dates with the appropriate notarized paperwork and everything. Oh, for frick's sake, how old are you? Never you mind. I mean, a contract for a date. With lawyers? What could be less sexy than lawyers? You are too young to be talking about what is sexy. Look, I am a very powerful sorcerer. How can I be sure someone's not trying to assassinate me? I wouldn't expect someone like you to understand. Oh no, I absolutely know how touchy some people are about potential assassination. Really? Do you now? But it's just so lame. Lame? I am important enough that people want to kill me without knowing me. Mmm, I don't think that's true. Why are you suddenly an assassination expert? Did you listen to an Ed talk? Never mind, God. Do the ad for this episode. I need a minute to get over how you ran away from your date. It was not a date, and you don't get to get over what was clearly an attempt on my life. And now our sponsor this episode is 1-700-BLOSSOM. Want to show mom you care, but you can't grow a garden like Skeletor? Pfft, no one can. 1-700-BLOSSOM will get a gorgeous bouquet delivered right to your mom's door. Gorgeous stems, that will make even me jealous. Uh, Hardly. Call or visit our website to get a stunning bunch of waving blooms. Riley, what is this ad copy? I thought I had made my opinion on cut flowers. Uh, The correct opinion, very clear. Whatever. Dude, I can't believe you messed up your date that badly. How is that even possible? Maybe you should get perfume a plant. You know, as a gift to say you're sorry for accusing her of being an assassin. That's a compliment. If anything, she should send me a plant as thank you for thinking so highly of her. Okay, that's not how anything works, but more importantly, I'm pretty sure she didn't think that was a compliment. I am not in control of what other people do and do not perceive as complimentary. If she takes that as an insult, she is welcome to be wrong. God. All right, well, I guess Perfuma dodged a bullet. How dare you? I am a catch. Mmm, sure. Yes, exactly. Just because I present certain challenges to would-be companions doesn't make me less desirable. If anything, it makes me a refreshing change. Simply put, I'm great. The end. So, like, are you cool with being single? Yes, of course I am. I can do whatever I want, whenever I want, however I want, but for the harassment of that half-wit He-Man and his little friends... Just checking. Uh, good for you, I guess. Oh my! This isn't the bathroom! Whoops! Alright, Evelyn. You were right. Ha! Of course I am. Pay up, sucker! What is all this? We had a bet about your date. It wasn't a date! I knew you'd blow it, but poor dear sweet Riley thought there was no way that Perfuma was going to fail to make a move and was probably prepared to overcome your neurotic behavior. In my defense, she did still make a move. Yes, a move to kill me! As impressively persistent as she seems, and as baffling as her attraction to Skeletor is, I still knew he would find a way to ruin it. If you continue fraternizing in my presence, I will send both of you to the dungeons. That's cool. Beastman and I built a pillow fort in the last cell. It's pretty great. Those pillows are property of Snake Mountain LLC! You cannot move them about willy-nilly! They filled out the forms for moving furniture. I certainly didn't sign them. Whiplash signed them. You didn't tell me he was so cool. Hmm. We don't like to admit it, 
But it is true. He's very charming. Out. Both of you. This episode is over. You are both imbeciles. You are terrible, ungrateful minions that deserve to rot. You are hereby sentenced to the deepest pits of the dungeon. Listeners, this has been Garden Plots of Skeletor, the podcast where I barely restrain my towering rage at the pack of ingrates I am surrounded by. Come back next episode to see if I've bothered to let them out of the dungeon. Or even feed them. Pillow fort time. I'll tell Whiplash to meet us down there with the Uno deck. Nice. Garden Plots with Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond and Megan Bob and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Rafael Medina and our logo was created by Kit Mulcairn. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairn. Evelyn is played by Marissa Bond. Additional music from filmmusic.io by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us at gardenplotswithskeletor at gmail.com, on Tumblr at gardenplotswithskeletor.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at garden underscore plots. You can donate to Skeletor schemes on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash gardenplotswithskeletor. Thank you for listening.